Hello, I'm Mike Hanley, Head of Digital Communications here at the World Economic Forum, and this program is What You Said. I must have drawn a short straw somewhere because, for my sins, each week I'm going to be trawling through the comments section of our Facebook news feed, looking at our Twitter comments and uh, checking our email inbox, pulling out the most insightful nuggets, answering your most common queries, and to top it off, I'll be giving a preview of what's coming up over the course of the next week to help you warm up your commenting and your feedback muscles. Before I look back over, over the previous week on our social and digital channels, I want to tell you about an exciting new initiative we're launching for our annual meeting in Davos in January. This year, 2016, the year of the Brexit shock, the election of Donald Trump as president-elect in the United States, the rise of populist parties all around the world, deepening distrust of institutions, the media, globalisation and an outcry against the elites. At the World Economic Forum, we're more conscious than ever that diverse and engaged voices need to be heard in Davos where global leaders will meet at the beginning of 2017 to shape the agenda for the year. So we're calling out for articulate and engaged people from around the world to join the conversation, both in the run-up to Davos and during the meeting. I've posted a blog post on agenda.weforum.org and also a short form on the internet outlining what it is that we're looking for and how you can get involved. So please look at this particular URL. It's wef.ch slash Davos Voices. That's wef.ch slash Davos Voices, all one word, for what we're looking for to see how you can get involved. Now to the heart of it, what you said. Last week, we published a video which carried the headline, If you needed an excuse to stay in bed, here's a good one. It was based on an article originally published by Wonk Blog, looking at the results of a study linking hours of sleep with, not performance, but income. The researchers, Matthew Gibson of Williams College and Jeffrey Schrader of the University of California at San Diego, based on data from, uh, from Jawbone, those those uh, wristband things that you wear to track your fitness and your sleep, came to the conclusion that additional time spent sleeping can translate into thousands of dollars in wages. In fact, they calculated that a one-hour increase in weekly sleep raises wages by about half as much as an additional year of education. Wouldn't that be nice? I could spend an extra 12 hours in bed and boost my salary by thousands and thousands. My employer would, effectively, be paying me to sleep. Of course, it doesn't quite work like that. And when we published the video on Facebook, you let us know in no uncertain terms that you thought the results of the study were just plain wrong. Yasmin Mezban, a former student of Douglas College in British Columbia, writes, This is extremely misleading. Sleeping consistent hours is obviously correlated to better work performance because you're not going to be tired but energised. But to say it's correlated with wealth is bizarre. The correlation is clearly indirect and there's a lot of other variables to consider. While Caroline Margiotta followed this up and said, are you perhaps ignoring the fact that those who earn more also tend to be those with more flexible work schedules or those in more senior positions and thus those who can sleep more? 
Suggesting that sleeping more leads to higher earnings is incredibly misleading. You'd need a quasi-experiment to determine the direction of causality. And it is true that the story isn't quite that simple. As we wrote in the article, don't think you can start to sleep more and you will instantly make more money. It's more about the subtle interplay between how people schedule their lives, how much time they have available to sleep, and how that affects worker performance and, ultimately, earnings. To investigate how sleep affects worker wages, the researchers took advantage of a kind of a natural experiment, sunset times across American time zones. Past research shows that people naturally end up sleeping longer when the sun sets earlier, for example in the winter, even if the person goes to bed well after dark. When the sun sets an hour later, it reduces nighttime sleep by roughly 20 minutes per week. Turns out that across these time zones, a one-hour increase in average weekly sleep in a location increases wages by 1.3% in the short run, which includes changes of less than a year and 5% in the long run. By moving to a location where a sunset is one hour earlier, a worker will make an additional $1,570 a year. There are more factors than sleep, of course. It could also be due to the cumulative influence of other people. If the workers around you are, are slightly more productive, because they're also sleeping better, that could make your work more productive too. Either way, I'm going to bed early tonight and I'm going to come in and ask for a pay rise tomorrow. See how we get on with that. The other video that had you up in arms was a study that showed that having children actually increases productivity. Babies, cute, cuddly, and a real career killer, but is the stereotype true? Turns out, according to a study of 10,000 academic economists, having children does increase productivity. Not, of course, over the short term, it seems. Perhaps unsurprisingly, in the years immediately following childbirth, women economists published less than they had previously, 17% less in fact, but over time they more than made up for that by publishing more than their childless peers. Women with two children were the most productive of all. Well, you didn't like these conclusions at all. Many of the 712 comments that we received on this video told us that being more productive was a dumb reason to have children. Summed up nicely by this one from Jane Kleiner, who studied politics at the London School of Economics. What an utterly idiotic reason to have children, especially in our overpopulated world. If you want to have children because you want to love and cherish them, then by all means go ahead. If you want to have them to increase your productivity or any other breathtakingly selfish reasons, then get your tubes tied or snipped and don't even think of buying a dog or any other sentient being. Clear advice there from Jane. Judy Cash Lee followed up this comment with uh, an objection that she had to one of the images in the video itself, a picture of a baby eating a carrot. Unfortunate picture example, says Judy. A child that young should not be eating a carrot. It's a choking hazard. And she quotes, avoid round, firm foods and chunks, hot dogs, nuts, meat and cheese chunks, whole grapes, hard or sticky candy, popcorn, raw carrots, other firm, raw fruit or vegetable chunks. Thank you, Judy. That is important parenting advice. Other videos and articles that attracted lots of feedback from you included Stephen Hawking's statement 
that he doesn't think humanity will last another thousand years and a study that shows that junk food is killing our children's brains. Now it's time to look at the week ahead. We're at the beginning of December, of course, so over the course of the next few weeks, we can look forward to a tidal wave of look-back analyses at the year that 2016 has been. For those of us with an open globalist view of the world, it's certainly been an eventful one, and 2017 looks like it's going to test our worldview to the limit. Next week, on December the 12th, we'll publish a piece by our chairman, Professor Klaus Schwab, on what he sees as the five priorities for leaders over the course of the next year. It provides a framework for our program as we head towards the annual meeting in Davos. And that seems like a good point at which to remind you that if you'd like to get involved in the Davos discussion, visit wef.ch slash Davos Voices and let me know how. Well, that's all for what you said this week. If I've missed something or you'd like to hear from us on anything, please drop us a line on Facebook or Twitter and read all about it at weforum.org. That was what you said, and I'm Mike Hanley. Have a good week.